What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film Podcast, where once a week we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and now TV. But today is a different episode, because today we're doing a topic episode, where instead of talking about a specific movie, we're going to be talking about a general variety of movies, and today it is remakes. Joining me today, as always, is the amazing DNA gaming consisting of Dan and Angela. Welcome! Hello! Are you guys excited for our very first topic episode? I'm curious. I'm going to see how this plays out. Like, I'm very <laughs> Me interested. Me too. Me too. <laughs> There's a lot, of, lot is, of dead air. There is gonna be, this is going to be a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I didn't have to watch a movie and, like, do the plot synopsis. That was my favorite thing. Because as much as I love this, I love doing the show... Don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. But sometimes I'm like, damn, I just want to watch a movie and not have to write fucking 17 pages of notes on the plot. <laughs> and oh, then like, retype just, them up again. I'm just waiting for at one point during this just to be like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> carry on, carry on. It'll so, be good. It'll be good. Today we were talking about remakes. Uh, remakes have been around for a long time since pretty much the the start of film itself uh the first yep. remake was was made in 1896 which is insane to think that film is like some uh, you know it film of course it has revolutionized over the years um or evolved revolutionized it's it's gotten up and tried to fight other people no it's evolved over Hell the yeah, years. revolution for the films no, but uh, I looked it up online, and of course, it could be wrong because, you know, not everything online you can believe. But it said that the first remakes were made oh. in the late 1800s. So the first one was 1896. Not saying it was film, but it had to have been of some sort of entertainment, you know, a play or something that was put on some sort of screen at that time. You mean everything on the Internet is can, can no. be right or wrong? No. Like, I thought no. everything on the Internet was like true facts yeah exactly the funny thing is is like i take a lot of my trivia on movies on off of imdb and then i was listening to a podcast uh i was actually listening to the dead meat podcast uh a few days ago and they were like yeah don't take everything on imdb trivia like don't believe it all because some of it yeah, is just yeah. people it's just like wikipedia they people can just go in there and just put whatever they want i'm like yep. awesome great yeah, it's true. They can. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I didn't know that about IMDb. I knew that people can do like reviews and stuff, but I didn't realize that they could put their own trivia. So, some trivia that I've probably stated in some of these shows have probably been wrong, and I apologize. Eh, fuck it. I don't apologize. It's my show. Oh yeah. So remakes have been around for a long time, and there have been movies that haven't just been remade once. They've been remade many, many, many times. Yes. Over the years. Uh. I actually went on, I you know, went online. It was a Screen Rant made a list of the top 10 most remade movies over the last 100 years. And number, I'm going to have, I'm going to sit, go with in order, like from 10 down to one. And then I want you guys to guess. And then if you guys get it wrong, I'll just state what it is. And you, so you guess what movie it is and then how many times it's been remade. So at number 10, what do you think? I'm gonna just name the same movie every time because I have no idea. <laughs> do you want me I to just? Do you just want me to go down the list? Just, just so we don't have a lot of a lot of empty I, empty space here. 
Yeah, because I, I legit, like, I have no idea. Outside of this one that's right here in front of me, I have no idea. Okay. Some of these are surprising to me. Uh, so at number 10, so this is as of 2019. So I, okay. and I believe that's probably up to date because I don't know how many remakes have been made in the last two years that were also remade, you know, back in the day. Uh, at number 10 is The Longest Yard. Uh, the first okay, can one. I guess can I guess how many times? Yeah. Four times. Angela? I'll say three. Ding, ding, ding. Angela got it right. Three times. First one coming out in 1974, starting Burt yeah. Reynolds. I But I don't know what the second. I don't. It said three times. All I remember is the Burt Reynolds and then the Adam Sandler one that came out in like 2005. Uh, yeah, yeah. With yeah, I remember which one you're talking about. With all the wrestlers in it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like Terry Crews and uh, some like former football players, former wrestlers, stuff like that. Mean Mean Machine. Um, yeah, that was it's the name of the British. Movie. Yeah, it was a oh, British okay. sports uh, sports film, comedy directed by blah blah. It's got Vinnie Jones in it, and it's, oh, uh, okay. it's an adaptation of The Longest Yard. Okay. The Longest Yard. All right, but so you guys, are, I'm gonna have you guys look up. So like. If if it's one I don't remember, I'll have you guys look up and see what year I'm missing. Number You're that nine from Price is Right that always goes a dollar above or below the person before them. Hey, I, I mean, sometimes most of the time it works, right? Monsters. Number Carry nine on. is the Taking of Pelham One Two Three. The first oh, yeah. one was released in 1974, so that's two movies in a row where the first came out in 1974. What's our guess for how many times this has been remade? So this is going from again. so this is going from lowest to highest. So okay, four again. Okay, I'll say four, just because the other one was three. So that one was also three. Oh well. Yeah. So there's going to be a few that are going to have the same amount of remakes. They're just putting. I think it's just Screen Rant's order. So I remember. So I know that there's the 1974 film, which was directed by the director of Jaws Two. Is like one. Yes. Yeah. And then I remember the one directed by, uh, not Ridley Scott, uh, Tony Scott, that had John Travolta and Denzel Washington. That came out, I believe, in the early two thousands, right? Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand nine. Wow, I thought that was I thought it was a little older, but all right, all right. At number eight, we have I Am Legend, which is also sure. which the remakes were also called Omega Man. The original was yes. called Omega Man and then The Last Man on Earth. Yeah, this this is four. This is for sure four. Three. Yeah. Three. Really? Yeah. The first one, okay, I believe, yeah. was like 1956. Yeah, because that was The Last Man on Earth. Because because I think it wasn't Charlton Heston in in one of those? Yes. Yeah. Well, the original one, well, the original one was Vincent Price. This is the last man on Earth. Then it was Omega the Man. 70s one. Yeah, Omega Man. No, that was Omega Man. Yeah. And then then it was I Am uh, Legend with Will Smith. Yeah, I am Legend was Wilson, but there was the Last Man on Earth. Yeah, I believe that was the original. No, no, that was the one in Charlton Heston in the seventies. No, 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 the Last Man on Earth was the one in the fifties. The seventies one was with Heston. With Omega Man. Yeah, Omega Man was with Heston in seventies, and the fifties was the Last Man on Earth or something, right? Uh, sure. Actually, that was the only one I didn't put years for. Good for me. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I I apologize to anyone listening. I do have a slight cough. So if I accidentally cough into the mic, I apologize. That's not the same thing. It's based on the book. I am legend. Is the book called I am legend? 
Yeah, the book is. It okay. was the book first, then the last man on it. I'm pretty sure, and then it was. And then Omega Man was with Heston, okay. and then I Am Legend in 2010, 11, something like that. That one I don't remember. I do remember watching it. I mean, that was 64 huh? with with Vincent Price. Okay. Well, here we go. I'll just do it. We got a second. Yep. I Am Legend was 07. Omega Man was 71. Yep, last, last Man, Man on Earth was 64. was 64. Yep, there you go. So that film has been remade twice. You're, you're, well, actually, if you don't count the book, it'd be the original movie and then two remakes. If you count the book, then it's three remakes. All right. Number seven is in the uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ooh. The first being released in 1956. Uh, and then we had the 1978 one with Donald Sutherland and uh, my my boy Jeff Goldblum. He was in that one? Yep. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And what the snatch? I'm trying to spell snatchers here. All right, so 1956, <laughs> 1978. <laughs> We're both I guess it was a TV, TV series. I believe it. I believe it. And then there was a movie called The Invasion, which was in 2007, which was also uh, considered. So that was when Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. I did not realize that was a remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I've seen that movie. Didn't realize that was a remake of that. I didn't. <laughs> well, I it must not have been a strong, must not have leaned too hard in its source material, I from, suppose. From 2007. All right. I remember that movie when it came out and I had heard it was, but I didn't, I always forget it. Yeah, and then it was one in 1993. Oh. That had Meg Tilly in it. Wow. And Arlie Ermey. Horace Whitaker. What? Damn. Okay. Talking about earlier when I said that was a remake. I don't remember. I guess it was something we had watched, not recently, but something that we had watched, and I was like, oh. I don't remember. I remember, well, if you even you even count offshoot, like this doesn't fall into this category, but even offshoot films or similar films, because um, the faculty is essentially Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I feel like there's a lot of movies that are yeah, just, yeah. are based in a similar Loosely way to that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm saying, like in like an offshoot thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, that was remade four times. And number six is A Star is Born which the recent one was the one with Lady Gaga. The original one was released in 1937. Damn. It's, yeah. Uh, One of them, uh, I know that one of them starred Judy Garland. 54. We had, so. Yeah, 54. Yeah, so 1937, uh, 1954 with Judy Garland, 1976 with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson, and then, of course, the 2018 one with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. That's a lusty ass poster. The seventy four one, seventy six one. I mean, it's had like lust going had on. Barbara Streisand. Just, I'm pretty sure they're both like half naked. He uh, definitely does not have a shirt on. He is a shirt. Listen, Chris Christopherson does not need a shirt ever. <laughs> no. So we then have at number five is Seven Samurai or the Magnificent Seven. Uh, the original yep. was the nineteen fifty four. Uh, Japanese. It was Jap. Uh, yeah, it, it was a Kira Kurosawa. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And yeah, that one's been remade. That one was remade four times. 
uh, with the most recent nice. one being the Magnificent Seven, which starred Denzel Washington, Chris Pratt, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, which actually was a very good movie. And I believe there was one... Let's see. I think that was... Was John Wayne in one? Uh, probably. Oh, one of, them, oh the, one of the older ones is Charles Bronson. Yul uh, uh, Brenner and Steve McQueen. Oh, there was yeah. one. Oh, there was one with Michael Bean in nineteen ninety. Okay, okay. I, oh, I got excited. I thought you said Sean Bean. I was like, well, he has to die in it. That one had that one had Michael Bean. Oh, this was a show. Michael Bean, Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Exciting. Yeah, love it. Love it. All right. So there's a lot of like four. So at number four is King Kong. Four times. Hell yeah. Of course, we have the 1933 original. We have the 1976. Six. We yep. have uh, the 2005. And then do they count Kong Skull Island as the final? I guess you could because it's, it's it's a new Kong in its own continuity. So I guess you could, but I wouldn't really call it a remake of the original because it doesn't really... It's a remake, I guess... A, it's a very loosely adapted remake, I will say, because it doesn't follow the plot of the original at all. Yeah, we went and saw that in theaters. I know, it was terrifying. I saw that. I saw that in theaters, too. Fucking love the 2005 King Kong. It's good. It's damn good. Um, 76, I can take her leave. Yeah, I, I love Jessica Lange, and of course, that's Jeff Bridges in it, which is two great actors. Just the, It just was a mess, I think, of a movie. Yeah, dude, dude, she ruined that movie for me. I know, I know you like her. Ooh, but Jessica Lange. Like oh, I like Jessica yeah. Lange in like the uh, American Horror Stories. Like, like she's really good now. The moment she came, like the movie was fine until she showed up, and she showed up, and I was like, for some odd reason, just I didn't care for the film. Actually. I also didn't like the direction they went with that. Like with certain things, like they, it was like the way they had like Kong, like just like feel her up and stuff in a way that was like they tried to make it sexual, and I was like, this is just unnecessary that that did happen in the original yeah but it was i feel like it was i don't know i think they went a little too far with the 76 yeah i would agree it was a little more forward yeah for sure like lingered in spots and it doesn't have sergeant slaughter in it (laughs) (laughs) he isn't he is in king kong lives it's just not a remake (laughs) golly that's so good um at number three, we're actually going to be changing it now. At number three is Annie. Ugh. Five times this movie has been remade, and the first one came out in 1932. It was okay, four why? times too many. I don't like how I I type Annie into IMDb, and it just puts up Annie Murphy. Oh, listen, I love you, Annie Murphy. Shit's Creek's a great show, but I'm not looking for that right now. Uh, Yeah, so the original Annie came out in 1932. And then we have one from 1982. I know we're, I'm not going in order here because I'm just clicking on like what? Hello? Where are all the other ones? I think I only watched go. two. I only saw the one with Tim Curry in it. I mean, that's the that's the only one worth watching, honestly. Well, that's up for debate. But... <laughs> the the only Annie worth watching. Okay, let's go. We're gonna go into here real quick. Uh, I don't remember. Where are the films here? Oh, so we have uh, in 1932 was a Little Orphan Annie. In 1938 there was a Little Orphan Annie. Then we had Annie in 1982. 
and then Annie in nineteen or two thousand fourteen. Uh, this says it was remade five times. I only see four films there was here. One, I think, in nineteen ninety five. I think there's Annie. Annie the a Royal Adventure. A royal Adventure. But that was I a TV it, film. Oh. And then there was Annie no, from 1999, which was also a, a TV film. And then there was Annie Live. God, how many times do we need to see Annie? When is we Annie, know when the is story. A, when does Annie the Revenge come out? Because that's the one I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We all know how the last Revenge movie went. Um, right, right. At number that two is, is Batman. Was remade six times. I was gonna say six. I want you to tell all your friends about me. <laughs> the Ooh, first Batman. Batman film came out in 1943. It did. Uh, and then we got the 1960s. Oh, Adam West. 1968. Yeah, 67, yeah, so. 68. And then we got I the, think the series was 66. Yeah. Right, and then we had the 1989, and then we got. The 2005 with Batman Begins, then we got Batman yep. v Superman, and then yep. we got the 2022 Batman starring Robert Pattinson, our favorite sparkly vampire. <laughs> oh, him? That's vengeance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh man! As much as as much as I'm laughing at that, I cannot wait for that movie. That movie looks really. It good, looks though. so good, dude. Colin Farrell. Doesn't look anything. No, like him. no, no, no. It's it's absolutely insane, absolutely insane. All right, I'm gonna let you guys. This is the the final one, of course. Number one. What movie do you think is, is. the most remade movie of all time? Did you look it up before you're answering this? You cheater. Did you cheat? No. I, uh, yes, indirectly because it was on the screen. And I didn't look. It was just on the screen. Oh, okay. I seen like a shitload of movies. All right. And it's Brewster's Millionaires. No. Is that not it? No. Okay, that's on this list. There's like eight. Oh, good. Good. It's okay. I, I as I said, this is a 2019 list from Screen Rant, which is a, I think, is a reputable site because they just, all they talk about is movies. So I figured they did their a lot more research than I did. Uh, yeah. so but no, that's not what's on this list. Superman. No. Fuck. Okay. Let your wife guess. <laughs> I that I don't know. Debbie does Dallas. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. The number one most remade movie of all time is A Christmas Carol, with the first one being released in 1901. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. And, Hold on, don't click anything. And I am not going through all of the goddamn freaking Christmas carols. I don't know if There's they count many. a Muppet Christmas Carol as a remake, but I'm yeah, guessing so. It's it's literally a Christmas Carol just with Muppets. Uh, but the latest one was, I believe, the animated one with Jim Carrey. Who did the voice of uh, Scrooge? Well, yeah. there's one on there's one on here. It's called Brewster's Brewster's Millionaires. Mil Brewster's Millions. Millions. Why don't I say millionaires? Brewster's Millions from mm -hmm. 1914, and there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve films that are remakes of this movie. But Jeez. I don't think they are. First all... one was in 1935. Wait, what? What year did you say? Twenty? Uh, 1914. Nineteen fourteen is one of the list. And again, this is I. This is IMDb. So. It's Give or take about Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It's Wikipedia. Just, but it's just a list. It's not like facts. Or and anything. not all these are American films. Yeah, I don't know why that wouldn't yeah, be on there. Because there, yeah, I'm, I'm on DB and I'm just seeing all of them. Wow. Because that's, right. that's Indian. There's multiple, looks like multiple Indian films. That's probably Indian as well. Indian. Yeah, Indian. Indian. Yeah. I know in the early days. So in the early days of films, uh, a lot of times in the. 
in America because film in America came out of, uh, later than m some other countries. Like France was a big innovator in film uh, and a lot of films were being made over there. And the United States were like, instead of writing our own ideas for films, we're just going to take those ideas that the French have, all these beautiful French movies, and we're going to yeah. take them over here and we're just going to remake them into... Uh, an Americanized version, which is still happening today, uh, not yeah, just in course. France, but of course, uh, there's a lot, especially um, horror movies. Uh, we get a lot of J-horrors, which Japanese horrors yeah. that are remade into um, Americanized. Uh, like we talked about The Ring on the show, uh, which is a remake. Uh, the Grudge is a remake, which is a J-horror. Uh, Dark Sky. Is it Dark Sky or Dark Water? I think it's called Dark Water. I think it's dark water. I'm yeah, sure it's dark water. Wreck and quarantine. Yep, yep, yep. Quarantine. that's a Spanish. Spanish film. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, we, we did some Korean stuff too. Probably we looked at some Korean. Films. I know I'm that sure there. So the there's a big. So I don't know if you guys have heard of a, uh, the Train to Busan. Yes, it's a very popular zombie uh, Korean zombie movie. Uh, it's actually yep. getting a an American remake at some point. Of course, it is. But yeah. Uh, the, the, I feel as film has progressed over the years, uh, American filmmakers are just, it's easy to look at something that's been made somewhere else and kind of put your own twist to it, which I appreciate that, you know, directors aren't doing shot for shots. Shot for shot remakes are one of my least favorite things. In uh, one of the most prime examples of a shot for shot remake that is just awful is the, is the remake of Psycho which came out in 1998, yeah. which starred Vince Vaughn as Norman Bates. It had, uh, it was Anne Heisch, William H. Macy. It was bad. It was legit a shot for shot. Every shot in that film was exactly the same as the 1960 Psycho by Alfred Hitchcock. I just don't, I understand in a way because Psycho, of course, Psycho came out in 1960. It's an old film. And in order to get new audiences uh, interested in that film or to get them to watch that original film, they want to make something more modern. You know, yeah. They want the color. They want the actors they're used to. You know, people are go. you know, people, even people my age are going into cycle like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the black and white. I don't know who any of these people are. It's just not for me. Where so, then you're watching something like, the 1998 psycho and you're like oh well that, this this is cool this is an interesting film it's like no you need to watch that 19 that you neither that you've seen this go watch that movie because you will appreciate it even more because that one's not good because it actually doesn't happen very often they don't do very many shot for shot remakes no it's very I rare think. and i think yeah, psycho it, actually ruined it <laughs> i'm not kidding way to go psycho thanks van <laughs> owen you ruined it for <laughs> yeah. i hate it vince vaughn janet lee is was she was amazing mm -hmm. in that movie yeah and it's like why would you take something so iconic as her scream and just i don't know it was like not a train wreck but it was not what, what you know it, it's not yeah. what you know right and then you see that and it's like oh well, I think she's i think that's the problem with any it, it, that's the problem that falls on any kind of remake and especially if you do one that's like a shot for shot because you're literally, that's like almost the perfect, like almost 100% emulation of the film that came before it, which is going to be hard because that movie will always, the original will always be sacred in people's hearts. Mm -hmm. And the moment you, if you try to do it shot for shot, 
and it doesn't have it's not gonna have the same people in it no so they're not gonna emote the same they're not gonna act the same it's not the same directors the same writers even if it's shot for shot it's just it's treading too closely and i think that's why people don't do it yeah psycho is so iconic you know the director you know alfred hitchcock was one of the most famous directors of all time he was a master at his craft the actors, you know, Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates, he was fantastic in that role. And I feel they just, they always have to, I feel it's the same with, we'll talk about this other remake, uh, 2007 Rob Zombie Halloween remake, where mm. I think the problem was, and, and John Carpenter came out and actually stated what his issues were with the Rob Zombie remake was that My, Michael Myers is supposed to be this, you're supposed to think he's this supernatural being. He's he, you you kind of want to make it out like he's not a person. He's he's a you know he's the shape. He's he's a mystery to everybody in this film. Where Rob Zombie grounded him and gave him a backstory and made him more of a human. And he was just a freak of nature too. This man, I mean, they got the actor they got to play Michael Myers was like almost seven feet tall. He was a he was so. It, it was just so much as much as I enjoy Rob Zombie's twist on Halloween. I do agree with Carpenter's interpretation of what Rob Zombie's Halloween was compared to his original where Michael Myers was a person who was just freakishly strong and likes to murder people where the original was that mystery. Who the hell is this guy? What? Oh, that's the... good. No, no, keep no, go ahead. I'm done. I said that's, that goes back to what I've, we've talked about many episodes. At least I've mentioned many episodes. Is the moment you explain things mm -hmm. that are supposed to be mysterious, you kind of ruin it. Yeah. And I like to know, like especially from my background, like I like to know why things are the way they are. But I know in a good horror, sci-fi, suspense, whatever, the less you explain can actually make it better. Yeah. And that's one of those situations. So yeah, especially if if what you're writing about or you know the movies about is something that's supposed to be mysterious like yeah. you don't want that backstory you want that to remain as mysterious as you can to the words just kind of went whoa like you want, you, I, <laughs> it's like i know what i'm trying keeps to the say audience but involved like, trying to figure yeah. out like what's going on here yeah. why is this happening it keeps you it keeps the suspense up yeah, like, I like suspense to a point. Like, don't end the movie and leave me guessing. Yeah. Like, but also, well, you don't with, have to worry about Like, with the end of, the end of like, seasons of of shows. Like, please don't do that to me. That makes yeah, me so... Yeah, because then that show gets canceled. Yes! And then you're and like... And you're like, what? shit, <laughs> I'm always going to think about this. Yes. It drives me nuts. This, you know, but then another thing I like about that, the element of of uh, of of mystery and, and the lack of knowing is, is you don't you actually removes one thing that I know some people bitch about. Even I complain about when I watch movies is films that are predictable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you don't explain it, you're like, oh, it could be this. It could like throw like red herrings, but never really say never specify. You kind of remove that element, which is nice because we, we've covered movies on here. I'm like, well, that kind of went by the. You know, by the book, how that played out. You yeah, kind of saw shit coming from like a mile away. It's, it's very predictable on what they're yeah. what's going to happen. Uh, a, a shot for shot remake that actually worked out uh, is a actually two movies that I have never seen before. Uh, the first was a 1997 film called Funny Games, 
Mm. It was released in 1997 by director Michael Haneke. He's an Austrian filmmaker, uh, but it didn't really get the the wide audience he had hoped for. So he decided 10 years later he was going to remake his own film in 2007, starring uh, Naomi Watts, Tim Roth, and Michael Pitt. And it was literally a shot for shot remake. It was even filmed on the same look at the same locations uh, as the original. It was literally all the same thing, uh, but it worked. It was I remember you know, the trailers. A lot of that. people, a lot more people saw it, and it was somewhat successful. I don't know. Actually, I'm wrong. It was. It did make. It did make back its budget, but a lot of people. I think it's a. It's a cult classic. It's a very good psychological horror. Uh, so I recommend seeing it, even though I haven't seen it. I'm going to see it at some point, but that's a shot-for-shot shot remake where I feel like it worked. Where I feel if you if you remake a iconic films you are putting yourself in such a bad spot because you are having your you know the, those the movie or you, let's say you choose somebody decides i'm going to remake jaws you are putting yourself on such like you're you're literally having to climb mount everest to try to make this movie successful because what steven spielberg went through to make that film to begin with was already a nightmare and if we, and if you cut corners and do things the Hollywood way with all the CG and on sound stages and stuff. It just doesn't feel the same because we know at least diehard cinephiles know how Jaws was made. Things didn't go right. They filmed on the ocean. They used, they, they tried to use that, you know, a mechanical shark didn't work. So he had to change the way that movie was made completely. And it worked out where if someone tried to remake that, it's going to fail. You are failing before you even start. On that note, because this is, I, I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with you on this, because I think the reason people do remakes is outside of a studio, it's it's more of an easy payday for them. Yeah, like a big movie like that obviously has notoriety. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel bad for some of the directors. And like, if something that came up to a director is like, dude, we're ma- remaking Jaws. Do you want to direct Jaws? Yeah. How many people are going to say no to that? Right. Like it's a big payday, yeah. But admittedly, like I said, you've got that notoriety, but you're on a real high. You have high expectations to reach, and a, and that being a big pro, a high profile film, if it does go bad, which is likely it will, if they did remake Jaws, mm-hmm. um, that could ruin that director's career. Yeah, I think the big. Oh, I, I would say no. Huh? I would say no for that reason. I think you're better off making your own movie and not remaking. Yeah. It, if, yeah. You, if you want to make something, remake something as iconic as Orca. Jaws. <laughs> remake Orca! <laughs> Go ahead. You, there's no way you could do it. Well, you could. They would just fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. But, but you don't want to. Well, no, of course you don't, but I mean, they would. I mean. I, mean, so I, would say, I, mean, I would say no for that reason. Ultimately, that was what Cruel Jaws was. It was a attempt at remaking Jaws, and it was bad. I'm not. It's not a joke. That is legit. What they tried to do. It was a. It's a remake of Jaws, but just done very poorly. But that's just the way that it goes. With you know, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be offered a fuck ton of money. But there's a, also another thing, and I always feel bad for directors, especially when I read about the behind the scenes of of certain films when they're being made is so much interference with the studio yep. that'll fuck you won't. hard. Uh, the director of the most recent fantastic four. It was, that's, that is pretty much how that movie, why that movie came out so bad. It was, he, he want, he had an idea what he wanted to do 
with that film. And because it was a Marvel thing, or it was Fox, of course, at the time, they threw so much money at this movie. They wanted to make sure it was done right. But of course, the studio has a, a lot of these guys who work in the studio. They don't know how to make a movie. They just know how to write a check. Yep. And they're not allowing these people who are trained to make to make film. They're like that's their job. Let these people do what they want to do to be successful. It's the same thing that happens with comic books because people will have like you know they'll have all these different writers and they'll have a book and they'll write a book mm-hmm. for X amount or whatever. But yeah. then you'll have editorial mandates like okay, I know you're doing a story you way you're wanting 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 to do. We have a big event comic. This character has to be in, so you have to change your story X, Y, and Z to make sure it lines up with what we want. Yeah. Which is the same thing. It's just literally ruining somebody's idea. And then, again, that director gets shit on. Oh, they made a bad movie, so we don't want them doing stuff. And even though they had nothing to do with it for the most part, they're just following orders from up top. People yeah. sign the check. Make so, your, listen, the long and short of it is make your own shark movie. Exactly. Don't make Jaws. Exactly. The make Meg, teeth. Listen, the Meg... <laughs> It, you know, people, they'll be, I think there's two sides of, of, you know, people hate that film or people love that film. I think the Meg is underrated. I think it's a good shark. It's one of the first, like, other than like Deep Blue Sea, the Meg was a good, was a very good shark, shark movie. It felt, we, we own it. We haven't watched it yet. I watch it. It's great. I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, so I'm going to go through some, uh, a list here of some of, like very good remakes that made a lot of money, but also I think did a really good job at being a re- like at not just being a shot for shot or not just taking so many ideas and and kind of just regurgitating it out there just to make money. Uh, Disney has Disney is of course uh, one of the most infamous companies for doing remakes. They remake their movies all the time, especially an- their animated movies. Uh, but and some of them have worked and some of them have not worked. Uh, in my opinion, the Jungle Book is probably one of the best Disney remakes. Uh, oh, it's be, it's gorgeous, great story. The the twi- like the way that they kind of twisted some certain characters uh, from the not just the original uh, animated movie, but also the they actually incorporated some of the stuff from the book. Which it if anyone knows the history of the Jungle Book, the book. It is not a kid's book. Mm-mm. Who wrote that again? Most Disney. Are uh, R- Kipling? R- R- Rudyard Kipling? Rudyard Kipling. Okay, okay, thank you. Most of Disney's um, stories were Grimm's fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are n- nowhere near. Oh, no. Good stuff. Well, even then. Uh, the Little Mermaid. Like every time she stepped, it was like stepping, walking on glass. Yeah, when she got legs the first time. Yeah, when she got legs. Well, uh, the S- Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's definitely not something that you want to cover. Also, on a podcast. I think one of the most infamous uh, animated films that got a uh, Disney films that pretty much took the original story and made it completely different and definitely has offended a lot of people especially recently is pocahontas <laughs> pocahontas that didn't happen not even close no 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 we're talking about the animated compared oh, to the original the story yeah because yeah, she was a kid and everything she was a kid yeah. who was stolen went yeah. back to and pretty much lived in england with like a man who was way older than her and she ended up dying of a disease like yep. it's a Damn it's you, a ter- it's a terrible story <laughs> 
And that's all I'm going to really say about it. Uh, but yeah, back to like the remakes. But like for me, the Lion King, the newest live action Lion King, not a good remake. It's unnecessary. How do you make uh, remake an animated film as animation? It's animation. That's all it is. What are you doing? Yeah. The the whole point. The Lion King is one of my it is my favorite animated film of all time. It was the first film I ever remember seeing in theaters. Actually, I think it was the first movie I saw in theaters in 1994. I was like two and a half. Don't know how I remember going to see it. But the the great thing about The Lion King, for one, for anybody who doesn't know, The Lion King is based on uh, Shakespeare's uh, Hamlet. And Which is stolen from another animated property as oh, well. Kimba the White Lion. Oh, are, you, are you on that side of the fence? Well, I mean, dude. Have you seen some of Kim? Yes, I know. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, there's no fence about it. The fact that they just blatantly deny, like, okay, we've lifted a lot of this material. It's not, it's not identical in every way, but there's a lot of shots and material that it's, it's almost, it's, there could be circumstances that it would be like, okay, freak chances happened, kind of like with uh, Strangers. Remember they had that other movie that was made like about the same time that yeah. came out with the Strangers? It hypothetically that could happen, but there's a lot of shit between those two movies, and especially with Kimba being like 30 years older prior to that, that people wouldn't know about this. Mm. Like I refuse to believe and the fact that Disney's like, nope, we ain't saying shit about it. Well, it's just way too close, way in Dis- my opinion. I, that's the way Disney works. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, uh, the the thing, the great thing about the animated Lion King was the emotion and the the facial, you know, how in every situation there was oh like. They showed, they emoted, and that's what was so great, where the, the, the live action one, live action, I say that in air quotes because it's not live action, it's CGI. It's a, it's yeah, a CGI yeah. blob that made a $1.6 billion at the box office. Ah! John Favreau, I love you, man, but this was, was un- unnecessary. I hated it. I hated it. I watched it as I will never watch this again. It's not good. It's just not good. good. It was just something that the adults that watched it growing up were like, oh, there's, we're going to take our kids to see it. Yeah. There's no emotion on these animals' faces because they look like the real animal. Mm-hmm. So, like, when Simba gets scared, he doesn't look scared. He looks like a, li- a, a lion cub who's just running away. Like, the thing about the original was Simba, like, the scene where the wildebeests are going down the thing and he, he sees them and you get that zoom in on his terrified yeah. face and then he runs like, that's great. When that same scene happens in the newest one, you're like, is he okay? Is he scared? I don't know. I can't tell. I think he had a stroke. <laughs> and they took out Scar's song. Uh, well, they had, yeah, they, so they song. took out, they took out the song and they took out the, uh, the whole visuals because the original visuals kind of looked like, uh, Nazis marching, like it was that same like motion, like the march. Well, it was, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was the, it was the uh, oppressive dictatorship. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was exactly. symbolic and all that shit. But it, they're listen. Song is awesome. If you're gonna deal with brothers killing each other to take over an area, like literally take over a kingdom, and like literally just run off a kid to die in the desert, mm-hmm. like I don't think I should be too concerned about militaristic imagery. In my kids' movie, yeah, <laughs> I mean between you and me. But anyway, carry on. I so now that we're off the Disney train here, we're hop off there. Uh, another great remake uh, from the early two thousands is Ocean's Eleven. 
Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. I never seen the original. George Clooney, movie. but the original was had the uh, the Rat Pack. Uh, yeah, it did. Which yeah, back in the sixties, which was also a I've heard is a wonderful film. Never seen it. I've seen Ocean's Eleven and Twelve. I think it's I what have Ocean's Disney. Okay. I have another Disney one I was uh, um, disappointed in Aladdin. Okay. <sighs> I'm torn. I'm torn. I I actually I enjoyed. I, I actually love... enjoyed it. Oh, I love Will Smith. Love him. The fact that they changed the song so much. So I respect him want to do his own thing. Here's my, yes, I agree with Dan. That's my thing is I was so scared that Will Smith was going to imitate Robin Williams and he didn't. He did his own genie. He did his own ways of singing the songs. And I was like, I like this movie because you did your own thing. You weren't trying to imitate. And that's what I appreciate about these certain remakes is you're not just taking exactly what this person did and doing the same thing. You're putting your own twist on it. Putting like, I, it's great. That's why the, a star is born. That movie won Oscars. That movie's been remade four times over the last I just, 80 I years. I just don't like Lady Gaga sometimes. Well, I don't want to see any of these remakes you guys are talking about. So like, <laughs> I don't want to see the original. Here we, but I was not. I just don't like her sometimes. I loved her in uh, American Horror Story. Fantastic, loved her. She's she's in a new film coming out called The House of Gucci, which also has Jared Leto, and he looks nothing like Jared Leto. (laughs) (laughs) Directed by Ridley Scott, by the way. Uh, There better be a chest burster. No, I know. Oh, 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 actually, I know. So what? we're gonna I'm gonna sidetrack. This is listen, <laughs> listen, everybody. Everybody's like, oh my god, this episode's all over the place. Guess what? That's Good. that's what the plan was. It was <laughs> this yeah. episode had no order, had no we didn't have an itinerary of what we're talking about. We are There's so many we're all so many over the place. So go, just though. hold on. Hold on to something, ladies and gentlemen. Hold, hold on. on to your butts. <laughs> your butts. Um what was oh I I just blanked. On what I was thinking of. Chessburster Aliens. Oh, yes. So Ridley Scott, uh, it's not a a remake, but. So Ridley Scott directed the original Alien back in 1979. And I feel like the thing is you always have those directors who they they make an original property. So he was the he was the origin of Alien. And then he came back very like years and years later to kind of come back into the franchise because he did Prometheus, which was a prequel to the Alien franchise. And then there was uh, Alien Covenant, which was also a prequel to the original Alien. Fair enough. Uh, But the thing was, it's like Alien was so iconic and so great that he just, I feel like he couldn't capture that magic again. And that's there. There are directors who have done that over the years where they've, they've, had such an iconic property and then they would come back to it like 25 years later and they just couldn't get that fire back. I think Prometheus is a very underrated film. A lot of people talk shit about it. I think it's, uh, it's a, it's a film where you could kind of feel you could go into it, not seeing any of the alien movies and kind of just watch that movie. Go, okay, that was, that was a very interesting movie, but then you can also look at it as an alien film and go, wow, I like how that all went down, but some people, you know, there's a lot of people who are who hate that movie. Covenant, on the other hand, not a good film. It's a mess, and I think Ridley Scott uh, 
as fantastic of a director he is, it just he couldn't recapture that magic. I think CGI has kind of ruined it. As much as I yes. thought the aliens kind of looked badass in that film, uh, it just it all just seemed like too much. Yep. They rely too much on it, man. Like everything starts looking the same. So everything like looks like it. Everything gets turned into an action film. Yeah, Alien well, wasn't an action film. Jurassic yes, World. Jurassic the Jurassic World franchise. It went from you know Jurassic Perfect Park example. being such a you know a dark you know survival horror movie in my eyes. I'll put it in the classification of horror. Uh, where yeah. Jurassic World was, it was an action movie. Yeah. It was a Jurassic movie, or it was an yeah, action right. movie. Yes, it is yeah, a Jurassic movie, but no, it's a it's an action movie. You got yeah. you got Chris Pratt beating people up. It's an action movie. I uh, I put under my good remakes uh, the 2014 Godzilla. Damn it! What you are can, you doing to me? I was going mean, to bring that up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Carry on. Carry on. This is another one where I feel people are torn. Either people love this movie or hate this movie. Especially being, um, you know, especially super diehard Godzilla fans. It's a tough task remaking such an iconic film as the 1956. Is 56 or 54? 54. 54 Godzilla. But I feel they did a great job. I love the redesign of Godzilla. Uh, I, the story, of course. I mean, listen, you want to know what we thought of this movie? Make sure to watch episode one of this show. Our very first podcast episode was on this, this yes. film we're talking about right now. Uh, the story was kind of wish-wash for me. The uh, the human character is always the weakest part, uh, but Godzilla looked badass. Uh, I mean, he's destroying a lot of stuff and beating big monsters up, and that's pretty much how this franchise has been throughout the years. Is But, keep going. No, go ahead. With two T's. Ooh. This is, right? <laughs> I do that. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, this is... a. This was a de- pretty good remake for an American film for like a, a, any kind of Godzilla remake, but it's a very it, it's it's what I categorize as a very loose remake. Mm-hmm. Oh because yeah. Outside of outside of it being about Godzilla, and some of the theming being around radiation, the stories have almost no direct similarity. No. Um. This is yeah. This is yeah. It's a remake by name. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a worse example, ironically, about the same character. Oh, you mean, and, you know, you mean did it come out in 1998? It did. Oh, my but God. I, I think I know that movie. I have it on Blu-ray. I do, too. It's a great movie. I've heard the, I've heard the 4K transfer section. Really oh, good. I don't have it on 4K, <laughs> but... <laughs> I know, right? The, um, I will say this. is It was one of the only Godzilla, like, starting point films. Like, remake, ground, or stage one or whatever that ever had Godzilla fight another monster. Because mm-hmm. all the other ones, he doesn't. Yeah, he's just fighting. Uh, he's just surviving against the human characters. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, bad, yeah, bad remake. Good movie, though. 1998 Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, yes. Dude, Another listen, a movie that is here? literally a remake by name. <laughs> that That is the biggest example of remake by name ever. Because other than having the character whose name is Godzilla, and they even admitted the only reason when they made this movie, what's his name? Um, Roland Emmerich. Yeah, Roland Emmerich was a piece of shit for making this movie. Um, he only did it just for the notoriety of Godzilla. Which is That's annoying because he had just released Independence Day the year before. Exactly. Which Roland was a Emmerich, good movie. Early Roland Emmerich. Not so much now, but early Roland Emmerich, other than Godzilla, his movies were fucking iconic. You got to think. The, the uh, man, not the day the earth stood still. What's the one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? And Dennis Quaid. The one oh, uh, day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, 2012. 
Trying to think of others. Can't think was it, of What was the one with the big storm? Geostorm? Or yeah, he didn't like direct that? that, I don't think. He didn't do that one? No. Okay. But he did, do the re- he did do the sequel to Independence Day. Oh, there's a winner. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about sequels another time. Uh, another yeah. good one on my list is the, we've already talked about a little bit, uh, is the 2005 King Kong, which is... Good movie. It's not a shot for shot, but it is a very similar storyline uh, yeah, to the original the one. Yeah. Very much, yes. Uh, and we even got scenes that were re-recorded scenes that were lost in the original film. That's really cool. So, uh, but that was directed by Peter Jackson. And, of course, Peter Jackson, you know, coming right off of the Lord of the Rings films, of course, is going to be given such an iconic franchise. And my I think only, he, he nailed it. He did. My only complaint is that movie's too fucking long. Uh, I mean, aren't all Peter Jackson movies too long? Yeah, they are. That's just his thing. I get it. Ever since he did Lord of the Rings, he's like, Listen, they must I, be three hours. Yeah, so I'm so I, I'm going to probably piss off a lot of the fan base here, but I've never seen all of the Lord of the Rings films. Uh, and the I know that the, the standard versions are like two and a half hours, and then they have extended versions because I need to watch three and a half hours Oh, I'm not going to go too far because I'm going to have people just being like, fuck you. <laughs> I have seen, not because I'm a big like, oh, Tolkien. Um, I've seen all three of the original Lord of the Ring movies in theatrical cut and extended cut. Well, well what that says about me. Whenever we get to that franchise, that's going to be fun. Let's just watch the theatrical cut. <laughs> no, we're going to watch the extended cut. So our episode is like four hours long. Like, of me, long. Of me talking about the plot and they walked some more. I'm going to piss everybody about, off. He did walk a lot. This is just so about two short blokes. This is about two short blokes being the first Amazon delivery guys dropping a ring off at a volcano. There were no trucks back then. <laughs> we have to drop this ring into a fiery pit. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Do it. Drop I'm done. it in the pit. I'm done bashing a, no. a film franchise I haven't even seen. Uh, number five for me is uh, It 2017. I thought yes. the listen, Tim Curry is a legend and it really yes, sucks to see the condition he is in nowadays. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Tim Curry is iconic and his Pennywise is iconic. He it definitely is the best part of that entire miniseries. But the 2017, it is just so fucking good because it is it is what Stephen King wrote in his books. The things that happen in this film are what Stephen King wrote on those pages exception of some things because that book is 1400 goddamn pages long Stephen it's King your fault. it's your fault I'm just kidding I didn't no it's Stephen him. it's called drugs fault Stephen King did a lot of drugs when he wrote that book yes. uh, probably true. I listen I read 500 pages of that book and I had to stop because there was no joke 40 pages of just this dude sitting in a room having visions or something and I'm like I got to take a break and I still haven't gone back to it. There's still 900 pages to go. Okay. So I had it. I got it from, um, I use a, an app called um, overdrive and it's like a local um, library, but it's digital. Like you can um, get, you can check out books mm-hmm. and they get delivered through your Kindle. Okay. Or you can have um, audiobooks. And I was on overnights for a year. I worked third shift mm-hmm. for a year. I listened to this. I worked seven nights in a row. Listened to the whole book. It took seven nights. 
at two and a half times speed and I still got lost. I'm like, yeah, I, I love Stephen what King. What is this? I'm like, are you in, are we in present day? Are we in the past? Are we in this city? I'm like, I'm so lost. <laughs> it was so, it took seven nights, 10 hour shifts. I could listen to this for eight hours. And I'm like, is it ever going to end? Yeah. And it wasn't that I wasn't interested in it. It was just a lot of talking. Yeah. It's like we're doing like right the, now. But, yeah, a lot of talking. And it's like the people, the people were talking to each other. There was no explanation of what was going on. It was like, who are you talking to? No establishing text. Yeah. It was like, who are you talking to? And like now, I don't know if I want to actually go back and read it physically. Read uh, it. I I don't even know. It's it's one of those things where, like my uh, somebody at work gave me a Stephen King book. One of his recent ones, I think, it was a uh, November. It was the one about Kennedy, where like a guy goes back and tries yes, to stop the assassination of Kennedy. You need to watch the the miniseries Netflix. on Hulu, Netflix. right? It was so good. But I look at that book. But the, here's the thing: is I look at that book and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. This book is it so a, big. The thing is that, that was thick. eleven. Man, we could go into a whole thing about Stephen King. We'll do that another time. I'd love to just have an entire episode just talk about Stephen King <gasps> films and books. My favorite. My uh, favorite. but uh, oh well. Speaking of Stephen King, another remake recently, in the last couple of years, uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh Pet, yeah, I remember, Pet Cemetery I came out, I believe, in nineteen ninety, the original, or it was maybe eighty nine, and then they remade the. They did a. Uh, film in 2019 which starred John Lithgow uh, and that was another remake where they kind of did a twist on so the original Pet Cemetery, spoiler alert uh, is about a family who buys a house and they, the uh, one of the kids has a cat, the cat dies, they find uh, their weird neighbor across the street tells him about a magical cemetery that if you put the you put your whatever died in there it'll come back to life the cat comes back to life, but it's evil. It's like super mean. But then it was like a couple days later, their son dies, uh, gets hit by a goddamn Mack truck. Somehow this kid is still yep. intact for them to bring it back to life. I always question that. Yeah. If anyone ever sees this movie, you're going to go, how did this kid not just splatter into a million pieces? Makes no yep. sense. So in the remake, uh, the bo the daughter, the older daughter is the one who gets killed by instead of the younger the little oh, boy okay okay so they yeah, kind of did a little sure. twist on that sense. yeah uh and then there was also this weird wendigo stuff that they did which i believe was mm -hmm. in the original novel so the wendigo is like a mythical creature that lives in the woods um big foot-esque yeah thing. like steel oh, really? i think it steals souls or something like that yeah yeah but yeah um i've heard good things i've heard bad things about that remake but yeah, Stephen King <laughs> Stephen King books have been made, remade, and so on and so forth for as long as he has been active um in in writing. But yeah, that is the latest one, I believe, other than I believe uh, it part two, which came out, I believe, the same year. Or did it come out last year? I don't know. A mo another movie that's way too goddamn long. It part one, great. It part two, why? So well, long. So long. That movie is three hours long. Yep. Jesus. I will take your word for it. 
Um, another one, a gr- and actually this is one I did not realize was a remake, was The Departed. Martin Scorsese's The Departed, which came out in 2006. It was a uh, a remake of a 2000, 2002 film called Inter- uh, Internal Affairs. I had no idea. No. Oh. I have one. If you don't hit it on this list, I have one for the list when you get done. Well, so I made this list not really my top 10 remakes. It was kind of just, oh, these are remakes I can think of. So, or what? Well, you know, I understand. I get you. I get what you're getting at. Uh, I got The Thing from 1982, which was remade. Yes. Actually, that was the third remake of uh, The Thing. I believe the original was. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why? You know, I blank there was on the, these things. The original one I remember is oh. The Thing from Outer Space. The thing from another world. Thing from another world. That's what it is. Uh, that one came out in 1951. Yep. yep. No, that one wasn't on my list. It was on the other list. But that one is also considered the thing. Uh, but yeah, that was a Howard Hawks film back in the 50s. Yep. Yeah, you can see it on the TV of John Carpenter's Halloween. That's what they're watching. Yep. And then the thing, and then people consider the thing 2011 to be a remake, but it is not. It's actually a prequel to the 1982 thing because all the events in that film are what they investigate in the 1982 film. So, yep, yep, that's true. I just love uh, telling people that because people literally will be like, oh, it's a a, a terrible remake. I'm like, well, for one, it's not a remake, but that's fine. Uh, But yeah, uh, savages. Yeah. All right. This is one that Dan's not going to agree with. But this is uh, one of I love this remake is Dawn of the Dead from 2004. Oh, Dan, he doesn't like them running zombies. <laughs> Just doesn't Look like him. His, I know he's so disappointed. He's so disappointed listen, right now. Listen, listen, <laughs> there's a few things in this movie are really fucking stupid. All right. I hate running zombies. Too. Running zombies are OK. I'm not a fan of them, but it's whatever. It's just the so it's just the norm these days. Right. Yeah. I prefer the old Shamblers. I've given my reasons why in the Day of the Dead uh, video, uh, episode we did. I thought it was really stupid. I know it was all supposed to be satirical and funny when they were shooting the celebrities as zombies out in front of the mall from the roof. Oh, so yeah. Where they would hold the deep. sign up. It was like Britney Spears or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. And then and then like the baby fetus thing was really fucking dumb. I don't even remember that. I, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah. That one, the one chick's pregnant. She gets bit while she's pregnant, and then she dies when her baby comes out. It's like a zombie fetus. I'm like, that's yeah. stupid. Because <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that doesn't make no sense. It's the the fetus tries to like scamper about and kill things. For one, the zombies that are running prior to their death had the ability to run and move and stuff like that, regardless beforehand, right? Right. They were functioning human beings be them kids or adults yeah a fetus straight out of the womb tube would not be able to do that i know it's a movie i get it it's supposed to be like a wow factor scare it, it, it's i hate that fucking part of it. it loses for me i know you like the movie and i, I need to watch it again i, literally I do too i literally have not seen it in probably 10 years or more i haven't seen it since it first came out but when i watched it it has none of the atmosphere of the original film like all of that is gone in my like from what I remember. Well, I know that George A. Romero did not like this remake. No, and I get what Snyder's going for because Snyder's more of a actiony kind of over the top, like dark. Mm-hmm. He does have atmosphere, but it's not the same kind of atmosphere where where Romero was more like desolate, helplessness, and isolation, which I think is represented better in that film than was in this one, in the the newer one. 
Well, I figure since I we're talking again, yeah, we're good. I, I figure since we're talking about uh, a horror movie, we might as well just continue because horror, the genre, is probably one of the most, uh, has probably the most remade movies of yeah. any, you know, genre out there. Uh, you know, like I said, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the 1999 The Mummy. Yes, it is a remake, oh, everybody. It's so good. Well, it's, so good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. People just shut up. If anyone says Brendan they don't Frazier. like this movie, yeah, Brendan Fraser, <laughs> we need another mummy movie. We need him and Rachel Weiss to come back and make another mummy. And remake, we'll do make one that takes place after the second one, but ignores that shitty third one. Yes, we don't need to we don't need to talk about that one. That I saw that one in theaters, awful. unfortunately. I am so sorry. Listen, I, I was a, listen, it. I was a huge fan of the franchise, and I said, damn, I finally get to see a mummy movie in theaters because when the mummy returns came out, I was 10. And I didn't get to see it until after it came out on VHS. Or DVD, yeah. whenever it was. I watched was. it twice in theaters. Oh, man. The Mummy, the mummy is so good. The Mummy is fantastic. Is. Uh, we also need more films from Stephen Summers, the director, because he really didn't do much after the he did The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. And then he I think he did a few films in between, but then he did a really interesting uh, movie called Odd Thomas, which is about a kid who could see like ghosts or like spirit, these like demon things. It was interesting. It had Anton Velch or Anton Yelchin, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. R.I.P. He was in the the new Star Trek bit. films. Oh, oh, I he played the Russian. Yeah. He played the Russian. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chekhov. Uh, he um he also did before the Mummy movies. He did Deep Rising, which is one of my favorite B cult classic kind of films. You should watch it. It's good. Well, it's like uh, Paul W. Sanderson, the guy who did all the Resident Evil movies. He did. Uh, why can't I, 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 why when I'm trying to talk I can't fucking think I know the, it, had Sam, it had Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne and we're on a on a space craft and then event, like Event Horizon yes fantastic movie and then he went on and did those garbage Resident Evil movies and he really hasn't been able to redeem himself since because he's like I'm just going to keep doing video game movies just keep doing video game movies, and they're working out for me. I'm going to make six Resident Evil films, and then I'm going to do Monster Hunter. Stop it. The voice you're doing of mocking Paul, De whatever, WSA. I have talked enough. I've talked so much shit about Paul W. Sanderson on this show. He, if he, there's no way this man is ever going to be on this show, ever. If, whenever this show, if eventually this show becomes big, that man will never be on this show because he is going to watch one of those right. episodes and go, fuck this guy. <laughs> yep. Well, he even sounded like Aaron. Aaron! I said, no, anyway, the way you were doing it sounded like somebody. Just to remind me. Oh, man, that was great. God. But, but yeah, like, like but, uh, Event Horizon was so good. I it was so see suspenseful. That. I remember the trailers. That is true horror right there. It was like freaked the shit out of me when I was little when I seen the trailers for Event Horizon. Like, I'm never watching that movie. Like, and I want to see it now. I just, I never understood. And of course, um, The Ring from 2002 is a remake of the 1998 uh, J-Horror Ringu. Yep. Um, which is pretty good. Which pretty good. we uh, re reviewed that movie on the channel, so make sure you check that out. Yep. Ignore what I said. Just go watch the uh, the video. All right. We're going <laughs> to go, go through some horror movie remakes because there's a lot of them. And I've seen a lot of them. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably one of my favorites from 2003. Uh, it was Michael Bay literally going, I'm going to make a production company and we're going to remake a bunch of horror movies. Uh, they did 
Plat- uh, it was Platinum Dunes. They did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003. They did a couple others that I can't put my finger on. I don't know if they did My Bloody Valentine, but I know they did mm. the uh, Friday the 13th uh, from 2009, yes. and they did the 2010 Nightmare on Elm Street. The thing I appreciate about Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, is, to be honest, fucking Leatherface is terrifying. They made him so brooding compared, I think, and again, there are people who are going to hate the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, and there are people who are going to love it. I am, I love both of them. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a classic in horror. And the way that that entire movie just goes about itself is just fantastic from beginning to end. The way that Leatherface is kind of like that child. He's a child, an overgrown child who's just doing what he's told. Where the difference in the remake is, dude, Leatherface, you don't fuck with Leatherface. That man is like seven and a half feet tall, 550 pounds, and just running around with a chainsaw that is probably the length of his entire body. And it's just terrifying. And Arlie Ermey is in it, and he's oh, a, and yeah. he's a legend. So, dude, Arlie, he plays a, like he's just. I love Arlie Ermey. Rest in peace for him too. Mm-hmm. But like, he just knows how to play a top notch piece of shit, dude. Yep. Like, I thought, yes, God, it's so good. And the deaths in that movie are freaking wild. But the thing that I appreciated about that remake, uh, and it was one of those few movies where I actually questioned. It because when I first saw it was it was I think a year after it was released I was around like thirteen. I bought it on DVD, which mm-hmm. I still have the DVD. I actually was going to put it out, but I said fuck, I'm not digging through all of my movies. I <laughs> I remember seeing it and the first the opening. The opening to that movie is like uh, police investigating the Hewitt house, yeah, yep. and they make it out like it's real. Like it's oh yeah this is this this family actually did this now at that time I had heard of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre but I had never seen it mm-hmm. at that I listen anybody can hate me okay but I saw the remake before I saw the original after I saw the remake I right. saw the original and was like oh shit okay now I understand but th- that movie just was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. I thought they did a great job with the atmosphere, the the way that they shot everything, the color of it. It was so like dark and green. It was just gross. It just felt gross. You watched it and you just felt dirty the entire time. Everything. And it had yeah. the kid from the ring in it. It did. He played dirty, dirty boy. boy. <laughs> yeah, he did. A little piece of crap. What was that? God, I can't remember that kid's name. Yeah, Anyways, who cares? Who cares? I actually had a list of remakes Platinum Dunes did because it's relevant to what we're talking about. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Platinum Dunes did Amityville Horror. Okay, what do we think of that? What do we think of that? I have never seen either of them. Uh, So the original Fantastic, Ryan, they cast Ryan Reynolds in the remake. It was weird. It was just weird. I think Ryan Reynolds did a great job. uh, Like, weird stepping out of that comedic comfort zone he's always in um, and playing a like, fucked up character. Uh, Amityville is always a toss up for people because it's a bullshit story. It didn't happen. Yep. yep. But they made it out. To they be, all made it up. Yep. Yeah. They made it out to be real and it wasn't. So I'm not a huge like, fan of Amityville period. I liked it. I guess just because 
I used to be into. You like the ghosty ghosts? Oh, I, me I too, a hundred percent. Really into um, like haunted houses and stuff like that, or like paranormal, yeah. supernatural. The I'm so I still am. Stuff. I love that shit. It's it's great. I watch Ghost well, Adventures. I, I admit it. Yeah, I went through a phase <laughs> where I was like really into it. I believe in then, ghosts, everybody. Judge me. <laughs> and then I got to a point. We watched The Exorcist. Oh, so, so many good. times. Oh. And then I'm like. Please don't oh remake that movie. I do. Yes, please. Please, please don't. don't. That is one of those that it's just. That, that is Jaws. That is Jaws good. of the horror. Well, actually, Jaws is considered yeah. a horror movie, but. <laughs> yes, don't. Don't do it. But but then as I got older, I got scared of everything. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I don't really don't want to watch it. Like yeah. all of the the. um exorcism of emily rose yes like that freaked the shit out that of was me. a good time in jennifer, theaters jennifer carpenter we watched it we watched it in theater it was our first date i was like that's nope, adorable we're gonna watch an exorcism movie it was her choice i went entirely <laughs> because she wanted to go i was like all right first movie i ever went to when me and my wife started dating was the dark knight good choice hell yeah that's a good way that's a good way to start dating day like two days before it was <laughs> You just did the voice, and that's how it happened. Like in, uh, if I did the voice right <laughs> now, I wouldn't be able to finish this show. <laughs> My voice is already fucked. If I did that voice, it'd be like, "Well, we gotta end the episode here. I can't talk." Okay, bye. All right. Uh, no opinion. They also did the Hitcher. That was actually. I thought that was a really good remake. That's Sean Bean. Okay. Oh, he died. He had to have. He oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. The original um, character dies too. Spoiler alert for all these movies. Uh, and of course, stuff you were talking about Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, uh, what do we think of Friday the 13th? I haven't seen it. What the fuck, Dan? Do you I watch movies? You. No, I don't actually. He's on a movie <laughs> podcast, doesn't watch movies. Well, actually, that was my. Well, I used to when I was in my late teens. I would hang out with my cousins who were big movie people, and I would watch a lot of films with them. So that's where like a lot of my slightly older film repertoire kind of built up. But I was like, when you asked me to come on here, I was like, well, this is going to be an excuse to watch a bunch of movies that I would never, ever watch. There you go. So, and, but um, that is on the list of stuff to okay, watch. Okay, well, all I got to say about Friday the 13th, the 2009 film, is that this is my uh, controversial take. It's my favorite Jason. He's terrible. Yeah, he's he's like, absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah, it, whenever you want to do that episode. So scary. That episode. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Um, I mean, we can listen. That, I have an idea what we're going to be doing after this episode. Uh, for the next couple weeks, so well, we'll talk about it at the end of the end of the show. Then they moved on to like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Nightmare on Elm Street. Did you see that? The remake of yeah, Nightmare was... on Elm Street. I've, it... I've only seen, dude, dude. I haven't even seen Super Freddy. Uh, well, I think it was that Nightmare Four or Five. No, nah, I had been Five. That was Dream Dream Child or Dream. I don't know. Stupid oh, man. Super Freddy. Super Freddy. Oh I have all I have stuff. all the fucking Nightmare on Elm Streets on DVD. They had these really cool red cases that had the little yeah. the black tab on them that you had to flick out to then open the yeah. cover. Yeah. Fancy. Um but yeah, uh, my take on the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, uh they made it weird. They made it really creep. They made it more creepy because they didn't give Freddy any comedic things t- to say or do. Uh, it was for one, it wasn't played by Robert Englund. It was played by the actor who played Rorschach in Watchmen. Give me my face back. That's a good movie. I feel so bad because I know all these actors names, but I just Jackie Earl Haley is the one who played Freddie in that 
in the remake. I, it just didn't feel like a nightmare film. It was kind of weird. They gave so in the original Nightmare on Elm Street films, Freddy, of course, Freddy is a child murderer. That's everybody knew that. Uh, but they kind of didn't like they added an extra thing to him. They made him a child molester. And it just and then and then the things that and then the things that he would do in the remake just were so gross, which I understand. Freddy is gross to begin with, and the things he does are fucked up. But Robert England, the way he created that character is so iconic. I feel like it, it was a disservice to 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 remake it. In my opinion. Well, they tried to do. They did something similar, ish in Friday the 13th franchise when they tried to make Jason be like be a rapist in part three yeah I didn't like, remember I just, that time stupid. and like yeah. no we don't yeah and we're gonna not remember it ever I think that's <laughs> the difference between when they remade Friday the 13th because you know Jason doesn't talk he's just a, a mass that runs around or well, in that film he runs around but in most of the films he's walking around he's just murdering people in all these unique ways where Freddy is a personality he talks yeah he says things before he kills. He's very creative because he can do whatever he wants. He's a dream killer. He can go into your dreams and kill you however way, but the remake just did it in a weird in a weird way and I just I don't know. I I, I would love to do an episode on uh kind of do like an episode on the original Friday the 13th or not Friday, the Nightmare on Elm Street and then the remake to kind of do a yeah. comparison um cuz it is vastly different on characters and all that stuff. Uh, Chi- Child's Play. This is another one that's very controversial. Child's Play from 2019. The original from 1988 uh, about a you know a guy a serial killer who transfers his soul into a living doll or not a living doll but into a doll that becomes living. Uh, we reviewed that film a couple weeks ago. Make sure to check that out. But they remade it in 2019. And to be honest, I kind of appreciated the idea behind it all. They made it a rogue. Uh, so. Spoiler uh, slightly is the there's a at the factory that the new buddy dolls are being made a disgruntled worker fucks with the AI of one of the dolls and it kills himself and that doll ends up with Andy Barkley and pretty much is learns every like it pretty much sees a, a movie of they were watching a horror movie and this guy's stabbing somebody else and so it learns how to use a knife and how to do certain things. And it's all AI based. And I appreciated what they tried to do. But the thing was, is that the child's play franchise was still active at that point. I feel like if it was a dead franchise and they tried to remake it, it probably would have ended up being slightly better. But the fact was, is that child's play was like Chucky was still active in film. Like they had just released a uh, cult of Chucky in 2017. And then, and Don Mancini was like, we're making a, either they were making another movie or they were going to make a TV show, which ended up being a TV show, which is out right now. And he had no input on this 2019 film. So it just kind of felt weird. It felt kind of like, like you're just stealing somebody else's idea and not giving them any credit for it. One upsmanship. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I like what they were trying to do, but I also I just at the end it just wasn't a film for me. Also, uh, Brad Dorf is my Chucky. Sorry, Mark Hamill, I love you, but Brad yeah, Brad Dorf fair. is my Chucky. Uh, a really bad, a really bad horror remake, House of Wax. 
The original is good. Oh my god, that movie's bad. It it is. It's you know so bad. It, you know what makes it bad? I'll show I'll show you. I'll show you. Show me. I don't know shit. I don't know shit about fuck. Well, while you're looking through that, we'll go through a couple others. Uh, my bloody Valentine. Oh, uh, we were gonna watch that last movie night. I want to see that. She a, makes it mad. I hate Paris. Paris Hilton. Hilton. I should have known. I, I should have known it was Paris Hilton. Uh, oh. Fright. Uh, Fright Night. Oh. We talked about Fright Night from the eighties. Uh, oh, it was directed okay. by the director I'm of sorry. Child's Play. She's terrible. Uh, and then the remake uh, came out with Colin Farrell and Anton Yelchin. It's actually, uh, from what I've heard, I've never actually seen the remake. I've heard it's actually a good film. A very good remake. It had uh, David Tennant, and who doesn't like David Tennant? Do you know who David Tennant is? I don't know who is? David Tennant is. He was, a, he was in Doctor Who. He was one of the doctors. He was also uh, in Jessica Jones. I think he would. Oh, yeah, he was the Purple Man. Yeah. I know who it is. Yeah. It's the Purple Man. Uh, the, Hills, the Hills Have Eyes. Uh, a remake of Wes Craven's film from the 70s. I thought that was a good remake. Had Ted Levine in it uh, from Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and Silence of the Lambs. There you go. And my number 10 right now is Evil Dead. Evil Dead. From 2013. I've heard. Never seen it. I've heard. I've heard great things about it. I'm actually very excited to watch it. I just need to find a way to watch it. I just remember when we had it in theaters. One of my friends actually. Well, my my friend brought his date to it. You'll know who I'm talking about. My friend brought his date to it, his girlfriend to it, and she got scared. <laughs> she came out to get refills and just hung out with us for most of the movie because she didn't want to watch it. Kalen. Hmm. Chance brought Kalen to it before he worked there, and she just hung out with us at the counter, and we just bullshitted it because she didn't want to see the movie because it was scary. <laughs> I was like, all right. So, yeah, so Evil Dead, the remake, uh, was uh, a remake of the original 1982 Evil Dead, which, fun, fu- funny fact... This is funny fact is that Evil Dead 2 is ultimately a remake of Evil Dead from 1982. It's all it's it's the same story with a little bit of a twist. But yeah, it's ultimately a new story. You have no record. There is no nothing is said about the original Evil Dead in Evil Dead 2. So ultimately, it is a remake. So the reason why Sam Raimi did Evil Dead 2 the way that he did was that Evil Dead, the original was when it was released got an nc-17 rating he couldn't get he refused to cut things out to get it an r rating so of course when you get an nc-17 rating uh you're not you don't get a worldwide release of your film you only get it's only gets released in select theaters and so it doesn't get the eyes that he wanted it's not going to get the the box office that you're you're hoping for so he decided to do it again in 1987 when he did Evil Dead 2. He ultimately remade Evil Dead, but with a little bit of a twist. And of course, he had to cut down on some of the gore in order to get that R rating. And then ultimately, he did Army of Darkness, which was a, a weird sequel, but it was enjoyable for what it was. I think, I think the reason that they came down hard on that NC-17 uh, rating is uh, probably the tree scene. Yes, it is the tr- it is the it is the tree rape scene. Yes, uh, which and. They did again oh, right. in Evil Dead 2, but it was it, the girl just gets dragged through the woods yep. instead of. And, yeah. and the fact that it was filmed in the next county over. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was filmed by us. Bruce yeah. Campbell is a fucking legend. I can't wait to watch Ash vs. Evil Dead once I'm done with all the Evil Dead movies. Dude, you but boy, it. my wife did not like these movies. 
Dude, I, the she first did one's not. Well, the first one is harsh. There it's is a, a harsh. Listen, film. I'm gonna be controversial here because I know a lot of people are huge Evil Dead Two fans. People will always, "What's your favorite Evil Dead movie?" It's usually Evil Dead Two or it's Army of Darkness. I thought Evil Dead was fucking awesome compared to the it was others. A good movie. It like it was generally scary, and I think the Deadites looked fucking great compared to Evil Dead Two. I thought they got a little weird and fucking campy as fuck, but I guess yeah. that was on that purpose. Was the it was on yeah, purpose. That was the start of the campy. Uh, I love Bruce Campbell's a legend, so though. Uh, but I'm oh, excited. Yeah. I think the so what Evil Dead 2013 did is they made it way more serious. The story yeah. behind oh, everything, yeah. um, the the Deadites are freaking. I just heard it's all around a horrifying film. I would love to go over it on the show at some point. I gotta find a way to watch the damn fucking movie. You might have to buy. It. I might have to actually buy it. Damn it! I have all these streaming services. I gotta buy a damn movie. Um, another remake that I somehow own, and I think I've only seen it a couple times, is The Omen. No, I never. So the remake had Leave Leave Lev Shiver. Lev. Yeah, Leave Shiver. Leave Shiver. Something. Something. It's a name. I don't remember. Yeah, Gregory Peck was in the original. Carrie has been remade a couple times. It was re. So Carrie from 1976 was remade in 2003. It was a TV movie, and then it was remade in 2013 uh, with uh, Chloe Moretz, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yep. And Julianne Moore. Yeah. I remember that movie. 13 Ghosts was also... 13 Ghosts was a remake? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we we watched... um, We recently watched the original... I thought we watched House on the Haunted Hill. It was 13 Ghosts. 13 Ghosts. Yeah, because it was with... um, Vincent Price. Yep. Yeah, it was good. The original, the original Thirteen Ghosts is good, and I love the remake because, uh, what's his name's in there? Um, not Monk, the other guy. Yeah, it had Tony uh, Shalhoub in it. Lillard. Yeah, Matthew, and Matthew Lillard. Lillard. I love Matthew. Lillard. No, oh, yeah. I don't like him because fucking Shaggy. All right, I like Matthew Lillard because fucking Matthew Lillard screamed this movie. I like. Listen, he is still Shaggy to this day. I like Leave. Pretty sure I'm thinking that. Leave Schriever. Leave Shriver. Schreiber. Yeah, I know what you're talking Whatever. about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He was in. Hang on, let me Google. Because there's a movie, a horror movie I really like him from that like nobody talks about. But keep talking. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. Okay. But yeah, I mean remakes. They're gonna be. You know, they've been happening for a long time, and they're gonna keep happening. You know, into the future. It's easy money for studios, especially. Uh, popular films and it's also an easy way to take a film that might have not gotten the recognition that it deserved and and putting it into uh, showing it to new audiences which I appreciate as much as uh, Hollywood is kind of lacking in original storytelling where it's mostly remakes and sequels um, as long as I think I think the if I'm going to watch a remake I think the ultimate thing is to put your own twist to it don't try to copy what is somebody has already done you can take ideas and elements of those original films and make it your own i think that's what's great about uh the the newest uh planet of the apes films it wasn't they weren't remakes of the originals they were technically they were the origin stories of of the original film but they did their own thing and i appreciate the hell out of that and they're fantastic films watch all of them so fucking good. 
Dude, you need okay. So the movie I was trying to think of, I'm gonna mention it's, it's based on a Dean Koontz novel. Uh-huh. It's called it's called Phantoms from 1998. Okay. It's got Lee Schreiber, however you say his name, whatever. Um, ben Affleck was in it. Rose Rose McGowan was in it. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's called uh, Phantoms. Peter, yeah, Peter O'Toole. Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. I don't know who the fuck she is. Peter O'Toole. He's yeah. in Troy. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I remember my grandma like watching this, and it's supposed to like be a nod to a lot. Like, it's a, a Dean Koontz novel. It was a nod to a bunch of um, H.P. Lovecraft stuff. Yeah, and I do. It's I love this movie. Like, I really do. I haven't seen it in forever. And once you mentioned him, I remembered Phantoms. <laughs> Fan- yeah, Phantoms, because that came out around the same time as the mo- the superhero movie, The Phantom, and that had I, uh... God, what the fuck was. I, I know what you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about because the motherfucker was in Critters. Yeah, Billy Zane. Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah, Titanic. And he punches people and he's got yeah. like the little skull thing ring. Yeah, anyway. Yes, that was the movie. His sister, his sister played Freddy Krueger's daughter in uh, Freddy's Dead, which was the final. Really? Uh, was the final like mainstream uh, Fre- Friday uh, Freddy movie until I, A New Nightmare came out. And then Freddy versus Jason. But yeah, didn't know that was his sister, but cool. I have a remake for our list. If right. you don't have any more. No, go ahead. I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. Gone in 60 seconds. Yes. Who was in the original Gone in 60 seconds? Nobody. Oh, why was I thinking Steve McQueen? No, nobody. You're thinking of Bullet. See? Nobody. Uh, nobody. Nobody at all that you know of, that I, at least I know of, was in the original Gone in 60 yep. Seconds. It was a super low production film. The storyline is horrible. Wasn't it one of those that every it was people from around? <laughs> he was a stuntman. It was literally a movie made by a stuntman, stunt driver. Yeah, probably all local bros. It's a great movie. It's the same premise as the new film, like where the film borrowed yeah. things from yeah, it. Yeah. None of the character names are the same. It's a, it's HB, uh, HB Hallecky or whatever. Yeah, Hallecky, yeah. And it's great. It's, it, not a good movie, like mm-hmm. story-wise, but a fantastic car chase. Like one of the best <laughs> car chases ever, which, of course, I love the new Gone 60 Seconds because, uh, I you know, it's Nick Cage and really just a really good cast all around, right? It, great movie. But the car chase is just okay. Like, it's not nearly as good, in my opinion. Because it's so CGI-ridden, and, like, it's oh, like yeah. it's like a movie with, like, several little car chases going on, and then, like, the longer one at the end with Eleanor. And no offense, I know this is going to make everybody butthurt that's seen this movie. A 1967 Shelby GT500 will never be Eleanor. I'm sorry, guys. I know you've seen this movie. It's like, that's so cool. No, it will always be a 7, it's technically a 71 Mach 1. It's better dressed up as a '73, but anyway, that this will always be Eleanor, and it's 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 a great, it's like an hour, it's like a 45 minute long car chase, and there's so much cool shit in it. Like there's a scene where he wipes out into a telephone pole in the original. He spins out, was not scheduled on the interstate, going 60 miles an hour, smashes into the telephone pole in this Mustang, drives the fuck off, and they left it in the movie. He just goes. It's so good, dude. It is a fantastic car chase. The rest of the movie, you can take it or leave. Was it, um, Angel? What were you? I know you wanted to talk about some TV shows that were uh, remakes. Beetlejuice. No, oh, fuck. No, I'm just kidding. What the TV it wasn't show? Really, 
the it cartoon? It wasn't really a. It wasn't really a remake. No, but it, was it was a continuation, taken, wasn't it? But it was a taken. It was taken from a movie, and made into a TV series. Like there's so many, there's so many live action movies that were made into animated TV series. It's so weird to see the list of animated <laughs> series that came from live action movies. Yeah, a lot in the nineties. You have anything oh, else? Dude, I no. I just see the top of this movie. Oh, oh, no. Bates Motel, based on Oh, Psycho. right, yeah, which was a fantastic show. Ah, love it. That is, like, that's one of my favorite. Clerks is good. <laughs> it's animated Clerks is good. It's made into an animated I series. For, I forgot I mean, that really. they made Clerks into a TV show. Dude, you know what movie show everybody should forget was made into an animated TV show? Was Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yo, they made that a freaking the... Ace Ventura Jr. movie. I know. With a kid, like what? I just want to forget it exists at all. Well, let's talk about our most the the most recent remake, remake sequel. However the fuck you want to justify this. Uh, I watched Home Sweet Home Alone yesterday. Oh, which is legit just a uh, a remake of the original Home Alone, but it has elements to show that this is actually a sequel because uh, there is a character who shows up in uh, who was in the original movie, and they make reference to Kevin. So, okay. take it or leave it. Is it a remake, sequel, whatever? It was one of those movies, without spoiling it, that surprised me in the way that they, the way they made the premise of it wasn't just about a kid being home alone, and then he gets his house burglarized by two criminals. It was a whole different, uh, like the, the the people who break in, they're not like your normal everyday criminals. They were, you know, trying to accomplish something else because, you know, they're going through hard times or something is they're just trying to, you know, get their life in order, which I appreciated that it wasn't just a, you know, beat for beat. All right, this is what it's going to be. This kid gets left home alone. These two people see that he's home alone. They're going to try to rob his house. Bing, bomb, boom. It's the same movie. No. Hilarity ensues. Yeah, I thought that the twit the the way that they they gave you a nice little twist on it, it was fine. Still, the movie probably won't watch it again. It's not that good. <laughs> oh, okay, good to know. Also, I, I didn't have high hopes for yeah, it. Yeah. Also, another uh, fun. F- <laughs> there's, I guess, I watched a few remakes this past weekend. Uh, Dune. Dune. Yeah, Dune uh, I just watched the new Dune this weekend. It is a remake of. Well, it's actually based on a book. But it's also a yep. remake of the film from 80, yeah, the mid eighties. Yeah, uh, the original was directed by. Oh, God. why so can't impor- I think of people's names? Insert important director here. Yeah, just put Dune and then put the spice must flow. Don't get it. <laughs> uh, the nineteen eighty four was the original Dune, and it was directed by David Lynch, <laughs> okay, a prolific director. Uh, starred Kyle McLaughlin and Virginia Madsen. She's from Candyman. Virginia. And uh, yeah, it was not a well, a well-liked film. It was a mess. It was an absolute fucking mess. Was it the original oh, Dune? Yeah. And when, so, oh, the new one. I meant. Oh, the new, the new one? one was fantastic. Fucking. Oh, fantastic! I can't wait for part two. So it's gonna be two parts. That one won't come out to like ever. Twenty twenty three, I think. But yeah, so. Yeah, the original 1984 Dune was a mess, and of course, and then of course it was such a fucking mess. And they trying to f- get the right scripts. I know there was a shit ton of scripts over the years 
to remake this film to the way that it, the book, you know, puts it out there. And, and of course, it doesn't come out till 2021. Directed by Denis Villeneuve, who directed Blade Runner 2049. Come on, man. This man is a fucking fantastic director. Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal and fucking. Oh, my God, Dan. I'm going to have to demote you. What? <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'm Jesus. Half the time. You're less than me. Dude, he did the sequel to Blade Runner. He did Prisoners. He did freaking Arrival. So, such great, visually beautiful movies. And they're. Oh, God. You're saying all these words and they mean nothing to me. You, you <laughs> right now, you mean nothing to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. I think I unless you guys have other ideas, listen, everybody, there is a lot of sequels, sequels. We haven't gotten to that point yet. There are a lot of remakes out there um, that good ones, that we shit. Yeah, some that there are really good remakes or really bad remakes or remakes that should never exist. And um, they're going to continue to be made. There's a lot we didn't cover today. Uh, those are most of these films that we mentioned um, or at least I mentioned are films I've seen. So I, I can't really talk about movies I haven't seen because it's, it's hard to, you know, really describe what we thought about something we haven't seen. I, I mean, Dan hasn't seen about 85% of the movies I said today. So that's bullshit. You don't know. You can't say nothing. <laughs> I have, I have some that you haven't mentioned that you, you're probably like, Oh, oh I feel all right. All right. Well, all right. Let's go. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, God. Garbage. Absolute garbage. Shit. You only like him fucking dickhead. I love Johnny Depp. He is one of my faves. I love but Johnny Depp. Fuck his Dude. Willy Wonka. What That's the fuck so was that, man? How do you how do you look at when you watch Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory and you look at Gene Wilder and the fantastic job he did with Willy Wonka and you go, let's make him fucking weird as fuck, dude. Let's make him the weirdest voice. Let's make him this creepy child, like a grown ass child. It's so weird. I hated it. Hey, you know, another movie that was like that, that I hated. That's by that son of a bitch that I don't like that makes movies. That's vague. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I'm torn. I, did not like I, I, enjo- I, didn't I like enjoyed it. it. I didn't like it. All right. I don't like Tim Burton. I don't like what he does. A lot of people don't like Tim Burton because he's not a very nice person. According to people in according according to people who have worked with him, I've seen you know there's a lot of people on Twitter that have talked that I've seen on Twitter that be like I've worked with Tim Burton and it's one of those things never meet your heroes because he is not a very nice person. He t- in I take it or leave it. I'm and, not gonna I'm not, like I said what like I've said in the last episode. I don't like to dive into people's personal lives, so I'm that's that's the farthest I'm gonna go into that. What, that's you, what a else? Good movie. What else you got? What else you got? Night of the Living Dead. I'm stealing. Oh, the fantastic, fantastic remake! Fantastic remake! Exactly. Another remake where they they didn't go beat for beat. They actually changed plot points and it made it a great film. Yes. yes. Barbara uh, lives, how, people. How the yes. Grinch stole Christmas. I hate that remake. So, I mean, are you talking about the are you, are you talking about the Grinch, the animated the one? Grinch? Nah. The are you talking are you talking about the original, like the '60s one? And then the, the, it's technically yeah, I, I, I watched the Jim Carrey one as its own thing. I don't compare it yeah. to the originals because it's a Jim Carrey movie in my eyes. It's it's I, I enjoy it. It's a Ron Howard what? movie, which is always weird. 
the last good movie, in my opinion, that that uh, Jim Carrey was in uh-huh. was Bruce Almighty. Anything after that, I didn't give a shit about. And then they're like, Steve Carell, do you want to do a sequel to this film? They're like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, God, can you go back to The Office, please? Because that movie sucked. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not. Even if you don't compare it to the original, I just don't care for that. That, that uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. He had to go through hell to do that movie because that prosthetic sure was awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. All right. What else you got? Uh, one that I didn't know was a remake, Angels in the Outfield. What? I didn't know that either. That had jo- yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Was he in that? When's the family going to get back together? Yeah, when the Angels win the pennant. It had Danny Glover, <laughs> Tony Danza, Christopher Just Lloyd, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I didn't remember. But, <laughs> so the original came out in 1951. Wow. It had Janet Lee in it. Hey, well, the blob, the blob, the, the blob. blob was another one. Oh, we the blob. That's right. That's, that's, you know who was in the made. original one? Yeah. Steve McQueen. Yeah. See? Yeah. And then, and then in the remake, it was the girl from Saw. Shane, Shaney Smith. She the played, Saw, she played, right? she played Amanda in Saw. Yeah. The one who was oh, in the okay. bear, the, the bear trap on her face. Oh, the, well, and the then, and then the second right? one, she was the one who gets thrown into like the pit of fucking used needles. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Have fun. Then she was in a then she was in a show with Charlie Sheen. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was after that oh, that whole period. It was hilarious. Um Wicker Man? Oh god, we don't need to talk about that. That is one of the worst remakes ever made. <laughs> we we can just talk about it in name only. Um The Bees! Not the Bees! <laughs> Do you know that in uh the DVD version of that movie, that scene isn't in it? It was Why? only in TV versions. And then they later oh. when they re-release it on Blu-ray and stuff, it was they added it in. Good, good. The bees needs to be there. It's the bees knees. That that, I'm sorry. That made the original. I just think of the Cage Fighter T-shirt. I mean, that that made it for me. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude! All I think about the remake of the Wicker Man is the bees and Nick Cage dressed up in like a bear suit. Like he was, he had like a bear suit on. He's running through this fucking village. Doesn't does he just run around like like just go off like like cold cock some woman? And yeah, he literally runs out. up to a woman and just punches her as hard as he could. I was like, this is Nick Cage. I swear to God, they cast Nick Cage in a different movie and he showed up to the wicker man and they're like man i guess so and then they were like fuck is this the right guy <laughs> it's just nick cage being nick cage in a nick movie cage. that's supposed to be a horror film somebody just looks at him like nick i want you to do this role as if it was con air too <laughs> like, okay okay because the original the original wicker man uh it had christopher lee in it and that was a really uh it was a scary movie like it was a psychological thriller Last House on the Left. Oh, yeah that that was another one on my list. I need to see both of those. Oh man, the original. You, you, the don't rough. eat anything beforehand because you might. It's okay. fucking rough. Uh, I spit on your grave is another one. If we're talking about rape revenge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well aware of those ones. Yeah, movies. I kind of refuse to watch. I don't want to watch those. It just I have zero interest in rape revenge. Uh, I I did I did watch the remake of Last House on the Left. I've never seen the original. I don't know if I can because I've heard a lot of people say it's it's a very rough watch, and I just yeah. don't know. Like I remember watching the remake and being like my stomach hurt 
because there is a 10 minute rape scene. No joke. This isn't an exaggeration. 10 fucking minutes. No cut of this dude raping this girl. Ah, and that's all I'll say about it. That's that's hard. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's a rough watch. What about Cannibal Holocaust? Wasn't that was the Green Inferno was the remake from Eli it, Roth? It, it wasn't really a remake. It was just the spirit. It was just an homage to Cannibal. Okay. Cannibal exploitation, if you will, uh, movies okay. from this. Well, there's exploitation for everything. I know. I know. <laughs> there is. There is. There, yeah, I used no, to work yeah. with a woman who was obsessed with these type of films, like the Hannibal, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, and of course, Cannibal Holocaust. It was so hard to buy. You can't just like go on fucking Walmart.com or Amazon and yeah. buy buy that movie. You had to. She had to. Like, she'd be like, story. I had to buy it through like three different things. I had to go through this guy, this guy, and this guy to get this movie. I'm like, it was worth that. How much you pay for it? <laughs> I've heard, I've heard from a like a, a cinematic perspective, the original's worth watching, just from like because it's very just just like a his like a a history of like cinematography and just how it was made and how it was done. It's interesting. The film itself apparently pretty can be brutal at moments. So. Yeah. Homeward Bound. I, I I recently found out that was a remake, and I was very surprised. I love the I love the, the Homeward Bound from the early '90s. I guess it was. Yeah, uh, Charlotte's Web. Yeah, because yeah. that was yeah. the animated movie, right? And then they made it into live action with Dakota Fanning. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, a Disney remake, a uh, live action remake that I didn't hate. I like Emma yeah, Watson. Fun. Uh, the beast looked weird as hell, but yeah. Hey, all the furries liked it, so. <laughs> sure Another did. good one that I like, Clash of the Titans. Ooh, that's a tough one. I liked it. I First, actually it enjoyed was... Clash of the Titans, and they're like, let's make another one, and it was bad. Well, I... the, the, even the original Clash of the Titans, dude, like stop I motion love... was fantastic. Oh yeah, Ray Harry Johnson doing his awesome shit. It, it it was very drawn out at times. Even the original one, I was like, like I get what they're establishing, but they they need to pick up the pace a little bit. Mm. The the newer one was a little faster. I'd say Star Trek cool. would count as a as a remake. Oh, the yeah, 2009 Star there Trek was, because it yeah based was, on all those characters. It is because it's kind of its own continuity. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Nutty Professor. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one what was the who was the original? I think it was. Uh, Oh, He's a comedian. It? it was a comedian back. Jerry then. Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Yep. Jerry, yeah. yep. See, I it know was, things. Absent-minded professor. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, mm. Flubber, I believe, was a remake. Flubber. Yeah, that was the absent-minded oh, professor. Was Flubber? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was it. Almost got a pin to the face. I love uh, Flubber. It's over here. Well, no, I went this way, and you went. I like turn. I was fixing to like. Uh, hundred one Dalmatians. Ah. It was it yeah, was, uh, yeah. Cause okay. It was it was another one of those Disney live action remakes. It's it's tough. Disney has so many of those. But that but that was admittedly one of the earlier live. Yes, remakes. that was before it became like every year we're getting a, a live action remake. Yes, of one so, of their films. The one that I found odd that was not on your list, which I guess because it was after you said 2019, Freaky Friday. Yeah. It had, well, there was a Freaky Friday from like the 60s. Right, and then there was the one, and then there was, was the Janet, the Jamie Lee Curtis, Lindsay Lohan one, which is actually a really yes. good remake. Before From Lindsay Lohan went off the deep end, yeah, and I know they did it again. Was, there was one in 1995. It was a TV movie. 
which was a yeah, it was a TV movie, but it was still yeah, it was a movie, it was still, still a movie. Listen, Freaky but... Friday has been made in so many different ways where it wasn't even called Freaky Friday, like Freaky, the movie that just Freaky. came out with uh, Vince Vaughn. Yep. Yeah, it's Freaky Friday, but with a serial killer. And yep. then you had there was one where it had Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman where they like piss in a fountain and their souls change bodies. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky Friday has been made into so many different films. It's ridiculous. The fog. Yeah. The fog. Oh, the mist. Yeah. The mist. Well, the mist was turned into a TV show. Yep. Let's see. Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. Because that was like that a King. That was like a, that was like a King Kong spinoff, right? The original. Yeah. It, yeah. It would. Mighty Joe Young would have been in the forties. Yeah. Because King Kong and Son of Kong came out almost back to back, and then Mighty Joe Young, and then that one with Bill Paxton. Um. Let's see. But yeah, my Bill Bill Paxton and Charlize Theron. Never seen it. You think I would have? But it's I've worth never it. Seen it's that. worth watching. Piranha. Uh, point Break. Oh, oh point God, break. that Point Break remake can go to fucking hell. How do you make a Point Break movie hey. and not ask Keanu Reeves to come back? Come on. You, you didn't say they had to be good. They're garbage. Uh, Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, yeah, that was just called Poseidon. Uh, before uh, we just literally start listing a thousand movies, because yeah, there are so I many, I, we, we're going to, we're probably going like to, cl- we're going to close, <laughs> uh, close out this episode uh, right now. What are, listen, everybody, if you watch this on YouTube or wherever you watch or listen, make sure to comment on what your favorite remakes are, what your least favorite remakes are. Um, so my idea for the next couple of weeks, uh, I think we're going to do two episodes. Uh, we're going to do, we'll, we'll, we'll talk it over and discuss what we should just, uh, review a good remake. And then one week we'll review a bad remake and we'll discuss amongst each other to figure out what movie we'll do uh, each of those weeks. And then I believe by that time we're going to be going into December, which means we're going to be starting our Christmas film reviews, which means every one of us here on the show, uh, even I think my brother will come back. I'm trying to get my brother to come back onto the, under the show at some point he'll get there, but we're going to each pick our own uh, Christmas movie to review throughout the month of December. It, and the rules are it does not have to be a Christmas movie per se. It does not have to be a Santa Claus, you know, Christmas type movie. It can be a movie that literally takes place on Christmas or whatever. You know, that that's ultimately the, the rules I'm going to put out there. It could be a Christmas Wink. movie, 100% Christmas movie. If you want it to be. It is Wink. your movie to pick. <laughs> Everybody, like like I said, we've uh, I've already talked about what I'm going to be reviewing um also if for some reason we run out of movies to do i have a movie i really want to review during the month of december that is uh a christmas movie but also a horror movie but i'm is not gonna ginger dead man i'm not gonna talk about it though <laughs> no but it's directed by somebody uh who we have reviewed on the show before in one of our first in our, actually in our first series so if you can figure it out i know what it is yeah. i know what it is yeah i'm not saying anything i know what it is other than that that is gonna be it for us today thank you so much for uh all the support uh over the weeks all the amazing content we put out that you guys are supporting yes this is it was fun to kind of just sit down and just kind of have a conversation about something instead of talking about it in one specific movie we talked about a lot of movies and i hope you enjoyed it uh also 
make sure to check out our review of Dexter New Blood episode two. That'll that should be out uh, was out on Wednesday. This will be out on Friday. I'm excited. I'm excited to be talking about Dexter. Me and Angela get to sit down and, and talk about that every week. Um, we give Dan a break. Unless we need to know about the, the vehicles in the in the guns that are in the episodes. And I need Angela to good. ask. No, your wife is needs your wife lives with you. She can ask you. No. <laughs> Hello. But yeah, make sure to check out uh, the new that new episode and make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on the videos. Like I said, make sure to tell us what uh what remakes do you like? What remakes don't you like? And what would you like to see us talk about on the show? Because after December, once the first of the year hits, we're gonna be jumping into a new f- series. So what series will we cover? We don't know yet. So we got a whole month and a half to figure it out. So send us a, send us your comments and all that fun stuff. Make sure to follow the channel. Uh, dissect that film over on Instagram, Twitter, and we're on TikTok. even though I think I have one video on there, but follow it anyways. Where can they find you DNA gaming? Check down there. Yeah. Check down there. That's, that's the best we can do. <laughs> I'm going to plug myself this time. All right, Dan, plug yourself. Yes. Do it. On Twitter. What? What's better than where, where they can already find us? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people want to see my dumb shit. Anyway, fair enough. Anyway, it's Rome, R-O-E-H-M, underscore 21-D-W at, on Twitter. That's it. All right. Yo, that's all you get. And Dan already stated this. Yeah, I did. If, I did. if the YouTube can hit 200 subs... And our Twitter, the Dissect That Film Twitter, hits 500 followers. Dan is going to change his name on Twitter to Dissect yes. That Dan. Yeah, damn right. So gonna... let's get these follows and those subs please. to get yes, Dan to please. switch his name over on Twitter. Also, make I'm sure excited. to check these wonderful people as they do stream. Uh, what, what's your stream schedule right now? Monday, Thursday, Saturday? Yeah. Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Something like that? Wait, the what? normal is Monday, Monday Wednesday, Wednesday Saturday, Saturday, but she occasionally does extra stuff. Okay. Occasionally. They, Sometimes. Resident Evil. they yeah dan is uh streaming resident evil zero uh angela on mondays likes to make stuff and Sometimes. she plays a lot of phasmophobia with some crazy people and when i mean crazy they're crazy and uh, sometimes i play i haven't played in like fucking four months but maybe someday One day we'll but yeah i uh you can follow me on my personal twitter at parker dissects on twitter and on instagram you can also follow my TikTok as well. I don't make TikToks, but fuck it. Maybe someday I'll go back to it. But yeah, let's get those hundred subs on the YouTube so we can get our URL. We're at 26 as of this recording. So let's go. And we have yeah. 1.5 thousand views on Jurassic Park 3. Oh, Ew, yeah. Jesus. Keep it coming. It's wild. But thank you, Lost everybody, for the support. Up. Really do appreciate it. We, uh, yes, we're slowly getting there, and I am loving every bit of it. And uh, I always look forward to getting to sit down and talk with these basic people about movies because movies are my passion. I love talking about it. And there's not a lot of people personally that I get to sit down and talk about movies in the way that I talk about it on the show with Dan and Angela. So I appreciate the hell out of them for being part of this whole thing. Uh, Hopefully for a very, very long time uh, to the point where we could even just have this be our job, you know? Someday. That'd be be, that's the dream. That's the dream. But as this show needs to finally end, I say needs because I'll just keep on talking. I am Brett Parker. That is DNA gaming. We're gonna see you all next week. 
Have a wonderful day and week. Bye. <laughs>